Have you forgotten about yourself recently? This is The Christian Working Woman with Mary Lohman, and I'm Julie Bastide. You know, if we're honest, most of us don't forget ourselves very often, do we? Well, today Mary's going to talk about the joy of self-forgetfulness. You know, Mary, I don't think that most people think that joy comes by being self-forgetful. Yeah, I know, Julie. It's, it sounds like an oxymoron. I mean, contradictory terms. By forgetting myself, I can be joyful. Well, how does that work? Well, I believe it's one of the most important principles that as Christ followers, we need to know to believe that it is true and to put it into practice. So that's what I plan to explain today. Okay, well, please help us to understand how forgetting yourself can make you joyful. Years ago, I began to question the self-esteem message, which was everywhere. (laughs) They said you had to feel good about yourself in order to have a good life. But something in my spirit just didn't jive with it. I, I couldn't find anything like it in Scripture. I knew from Scripture that the best things I could do looked like filthy rags to God. And furthermore, I had enough experience with me to know that I did not hold the key to my happiness. For 10 years, I took myself on a pursuit of self-esteem and ended up in a sinful lifestyle, unfulfilled and very frustrated. I fully got it that trying to find joy and peace and meaning in who I am was a losing battle. And God was teaching me through his word that my pursuit of good self-esteem was a dead-end street. As one writer puts it, we eventually figure out that being the star of our own show actually makes life a tragedy. When life is all about us, what we can do, how we can perform, our world becomes small and smothering. We shrink. To have everything riding on ourselves leads to despair, not deliverance. End of quote. Well, Jesus said it this way. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. If you are a Christ follower, the life you were meant to live is to lose your life for Jesus. Paul said, for me to live is Christ. And he said again, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. This completely turns the pursuit of self-esteem on its ears and gives us an entirely opposite recipe for life. Lose your life for Jesus. It's not go find yourself or discover the real you or feel good about yourself. It's forget yourself. Come and discover the joy of self-forgetfulness. When you can come to the place where life is so not all about you that you truly don't think about yourself first and foremost all the time, you're beginning to walk in the freedom that Jesus came to give you. Believe me, there is great joy in self-forgetfulness. That's my message today. It's really, really simple, but it's really, really important. The life you were meant to live is found in forgetting about yourself. So what does it mean to lose your life for Jesus? Let me begin by saying what it does not mean. Losing your life for Jesus and forgetting about yourself does not mean that you are not valuable and worthwhile. You are so valuable to God that he sent Jesus to purchase your redemption. He knows the worst about you and loves you with a love that will never cease. And nothing, absolutely nothing, can separate you from his love. 
He knows your name. He calls you precious. He rejoices over you with singing. He delights in you. I'm not making this up. It's all in the Bible. You are valuable because you are personally loved by the God who created the heavens and the earth. Losing your life for Jesus doesn't mean that you become a doormat or a victim. It doesn't mean that you don't take care of yourself or set boundaries or say no when appropriate. It doesn't mean you wear long faces and ugly clothes, I guess unless you want to. But here's the best way I can describe it. Forgetting about yourself means that you put Jesus on the throne of your heart and he's there to stay. He becomes and remains the most important person and the most important commitment in your life. You get rid of other idols in your heart. It means that you invest time and energy into getting to know him through his word. It means you truly want to help others. You truly care about others. You love others because you love Jesus, and his love is spread in your heart and it overflows to others. Losing your life for Jesus means anything you need to give up for his sake is okay with you. Money loses some of its allurement, its grip on your heart. Success becomes redefined as hearing Jesus say, well done, good and faithful servant. How high you climb that career ladder is no longer the glamorous road you wanted so badly. You begin to understand what matters for eternity and what doesn't. When you lose your life for Jesus and forget about yourself, you don't shut the door on any possibility because you've given Jesus a blank piece of paper and ask him to write the script for your life. You're not asking him to bless your plans. You're seeking to know what are the good works he purposed in eternity past for you to do. And more than anything else, you want to be there doing that because you want to please Jesus. Do you get the idea? It's all about Jesus. It's all about doing the two things he said were most important, loving God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and strength, and loving others as you love yourself. That's losing your life for Jesus. Now, here's what happens as you begin to lose your life for Jesus and forget about yourself. One day, you stop long enough to realize that you feel pretty good about your life. You're not unhappy with who you are any longer. You've come to appreciate who you are in Christ. You respect how God has created you. And you're more and more content with who you are and where you are, and you no longer find yourself wishing or daydreaming about being someone you're not or someplace you're not. In other words, losing your life for Jesus just happens to provide a remarkable side benefit You do feel better about yourself, but it's not self-esteem. It's Christ in you, and he's the hope of glory. It's Jesus filling up the emptiness inside of you. It's finding purpose in giving your life for others. I have to tell you that there is nothing like seeing that in ways you could never guess, and in spite of all your issues and failures and sins, God uses you to make a difference in the life of someone else, to help them find healing in Christ, to show them the narrow road that leads to life. When you lose your life for Jesus, then you find your life in Jesus, and you follow him because, well, because you love him. And your deepest desire is to please him. 
If you're wondering how to get to that place of self-forgetfulness, well, it's a process of growing and becoming more and more like Jesus. It's not a one-time event. It's not overnight. And I know many people have issues from their past that must be addressed before they can truly forget themselves. But I believe if we could understand that getting to a place where we simply don't think about ourselves all the time, we don't see everything and everybody through the prism of ourselves, we could more easily and quickly put our past behind us and live in the freedom of self-forgetfulness. And here's another secret on this road to self-forgetfulness. You forget about yourself when your life is more and more entwined with the lives of others. When you are more and more focused on helping others, praying for others, being there for others, what happens is you just don't have time left to think about yourself so much. It's not that you decide some morning you're not going to think about yourself all day. No, it's because you've invested your life in the lives of so many others. You just don't have time to think about yourself so much because you're thinking of others. I love this passage from Isaiah 58. Isaiah writes, Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen, to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked, to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and he will say, Here am I. What Isaiah is saying is what Jesus said. When you lose your life by helping others— then you'll find that abundant life. Or as Isaiah says, then your light will break forth and your healing will quickly appear. I think this is a truth that so many people have missed, that if you want to be as self-fulfilled and satisfied and contented as possible, lose your life for others. Find people that need help and share with them whatever you can share. Your love, your home, your time, your money, give to others. And then you will discover what happens as a side benefit. Your light breaks forth like the dawn, and your healing comes quickly. I encourage you to go back to Isaiah 58 and look at that passage again. You know, it has to become a daily pursuit, very daily. It begins with establishing some new guidelines for yourself, disciplines that enable you to spend daily time with God and His Word, disciplines that help you to unclutter your life from things that have no eternal significance, and invest your time and energy in eternal matters, like people. You learn how to bring your thoughts into captivity and make them obedient to Christ, and that truly gives you a new set of priorities. And mostly this is happening as you drown yourself in knowing Jesus, knowing him and loving him more and more. It is always, always about Jesus. 
I promise you, if you talk to anyone who is on this narrow road of self-forgetfulness, who's truly in the process and on the journey of losing their life for Jesus and finding their life in Jesus, they'll tell you without exception that they would not go back to the old life for anything. They will affirm that losing their life for Jesus is the life they were meant to live, and they wouldn't have it any other way. I cannot overemphasize the importance of building your life on Jesus. The more you understand scriptures, the more you see Jesus everywhere. And as you fill your mind and your heart and your thoughts with Jesus, when you follow the two most important principles Jesus gave us, remember, to love God and to love others. He said those are the two greatest commandments. It's not hard to understand. Just love God and love others. Then you just simply begin to forget about yourself. You don't have to work at it. It just happens when you are immersed in who Jesus is, how much he loves you, and you share your life with others. Then you begin to discover the joy of self-forgetfulness. It may sound like an oxymoron. How can both be true? But I'm here to tell you, it is truth. And my prayer is that all of us who are Christ followers will discover this life we were meant to live, the life of self-forgetfulness. Thanks, Mary, for explaining how this road to self-forgetfulness is indeed the road to joy. And along those lines, we'd like to send you a booklet on this topic, The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness, The Path to True Christian Joy. Gospel humility means we can stop connecting every experience, every conversation with ourselves, and can thus be free from self-condemnation. A truly gospel-humble person is not a self-hating person or a self-loving person, but a self-forgetful person. This freedom can be yours, and it can bring you joy. Just call us at 630-462-0552 to request this booklet. Again, that number is 630 630- 462-0552, or you can connect with us on our website at christianworkingwoman.org. I encourage you to seriously begin to walk on the road to self-forgetfulness, as Mary said. And I invite you to join us again next week for The Christian Working Woman with Mary Lohman. Mary Loman.